You're listening to the What's Up in Weston Public Schools podcast with your host, Lisa Barbiero. I'm here today with Laura Cadis, principal of Hurlbut Elementary School. Thanks so much, Laura, for um, agreeing to be my uh, feature this month in What's Up in the Weston Public Schools. Well, thank you for having me. I'm honored. So I think that um, what I'd really like to get at is, so our listeners um, here, who is Laura Cadis? Who is Laura Cadis, the principal at Hurlbut Elementary School that we see out front every day, greeting her students with a big smile? You're so much more than that. You come with a wealth of experience to this position. And fun fact, you are the mother of four girls, one Weston High School graduate, now marries at... At Holy Cross now. Yeah, Holy Cross. Yay, Mary. Mm. Special shout out to her. And you have three, yes, three, still at Weston High School. But let's go back to before you were Laura Cadis, before you even got married, to another fun fact, a Weston High graduate, Joe Cadis. That's correct, <laughs> yes. But um, let's go way back to where when you first started teaching. What got you into this? Well, I went to George Washington University uh, as an undergrad, and I volunteered in the city uh, mentoring middle schoolers in their writing, and I just fell in love with it. So that was in D.C.? That was in Washington, D.C., yeah, and I really loved it. Uh, But then I graduated. I wasn't sure what to do, so I moved out with a friend to California, worked for a while, and I just missed that interaction with the students. So Uh I decided to go to UCLA graduate school where I got my master's. And then wow, I, I, UCLA. UCLA, yeah. Go wow. Bruins, go Bruins. Out on the West Coast, out another fun coast. fact. So, I forgot uh, about that. I loved it. I was in California for three years. So I taught my first year out in Los Angeles. And it wow. was quite an experience. I had 34 first and second grade students in one class. It was a combo class. Oh my goodness. 34. We're talking about class size. Yes. Wow. Yes. So it was uh, it was a great experience. Um, I loved it, but I missed my family. And after three years, I moved back to the East Coast. Sure. And where are you originally from? I grew up mostly in New Jersey. My dad was in the army, so we lived in Germany. We lived in Ooh, Omaha. Another we, fun fact. Wow. Yeah, we moved around a lot, but by kindergarten, by first grade, they settled in New Jersey, which is where my mom was from. So I, I see. I grew up mostly there. I see. And then you you worked in the Stanford Public Schools, didn't you? I did. So when I moved back east from California, a friend of mine was teaching in Greenwich, and she said, move to Connecticut. And I said, okay. So I moved back and got a job in Stanford teaching fifth grade, which I also loved. Um, and then I ended up going into reading and math. I was a reading and math specialist and did a lot of PD for teachers, which is how I got into leadership, wow. because I loved working also with the staff and helping sure. them. And and I know that just having seen you run faculty meetings and talk PD, that you really can um, walk the talk. Is that the expression that you've lived it? So I you, lived it. Yes. Yeah. I, I still and in classrooms. Sometimes I was covering a kindergarten class for part of today, and it well, was, was going to say you were there today, right? Highlight of my day. So, <laughs> <laughs> so before you came to Weston as principal, you were principal in Danbury. Isn't that correct? Yes. So from Stanford, I got my first leadership position in Reading. I was at John Reed Middle School. Oh, that's right. For three years as the assistant principal. And I, boy, I love those middle schoolers. It was different, but I I really enjoyed it. So, and then an opportunity 
came up in Danbury and I took over um, Hayestown Elementary School for 11 years. Wow. What grade level was that? Uh, Hayestown was pre-K to five. So I had the whole span. Wow. So I've done pre-K through eight. Pre-K through five. And you were raising your children here in Weston, right? The yes. girls were little. They were little. Weren't they? I don't they even know little. if they were all in school. They were little. And then um, the Hurlbut position opened up and I, it was a dream come true. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm to sure. be a part of living in the community and just loving Weston and the people here to be able to serve the community as the principal here was uh, an opportunity not to pass up. Sure. And this is how many years now? This is my 11th year here. Wow. Yeah. 11. Yeah. So 22 years. as a principal. Yeah. 30 years plus of the assistant. Wow. Long time. Yeah. Long time. Highlights of being the principal here at our beloved Hurlbut, the happiest place on earth. Uh, there's something so special about a primary building. Focusing on the pre-K through second grade years is just magical. Building those foundational skills, the love of being in school, love of learning, building a community and all those friendships that I've seen with my own girls. They run right through high school and beyond. You know, the the roots are deep here in Weston and it's such a, such a lovely community and the friendships just develop and grow. And by high school, everybody knows everybody and it's one big community. Yeah, it's a very... It's a very unique place in that, that all the schools are on one road and that it's one elementary school for pre-K to one elementary school. To one intermediate school, to one middle school, to one high school. It's a a very special place. So I know um, I love to be here in the morning when you do the announcements and sometimes you talk about or I'll see children walking and they'll have uh, something in their hand and it's a honeycomb. And then they talk about filling the honeycomb and the excitement and what happens and everything else. So fill us in for people that know nothing about honeycombs and what goes on with Horace RB. Can you talk a little bit about that? So we are the Hurlbut honeybees. That's our mascot. We're the bees. And our motto is be safe, kind, and responsible. So at the beginning of the year, the teachers spend a lot of time with their class teaching and modeling what does it look like to be safe, kind, and responsible here at Hurlbut in all different locations. When they go out to recess, when they're riding the bus to school, when they're working in their class with their friends, and then classes earn slices of a honeycomb for modeling that in the classroom. And when they fill up a honeycomb, they bring it down to the office. We have a little honey pot in the office and they put it inside of that little honey hive. And then when we accumulate, we fill the honey hive on our bulletin board, which is 95 honeycombs, then we have an all school celebration. So it's 95 honeycombs, but what does a class have to do to bring a honeycomb down? They have to earn the six slices of the honeycomb in their classroom. So six slices of the honeycomb, then times 95 honeycombs. Imagine how many acts of kindness and responsible behavior that makes up for in our building. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And they really take is. such pride in it. They, they have students come down and put it in the honey hive and they are so proud of themselves. There is such excitement around it. And then what happens when and they, then we have filled, the, the hive gets full. Then we have an all school celebration to celebrate all of our acts of kindness and responsible behavior. I think I saw an email recently about that. We did. We just filled the honey hive right before February break. So this week, each class gets an extra recess with their own class. Fun. And hopefully the weather will be nice. And the weather's fantastic this week. So a little extra time outside (laughs) playing and uh, enjoying their friends now that they're back from vacation. And 
the B, Horus the B. Why is its name Horus? Horus Hurlbut was the person who donated the land that our school uh, is located on. So we learn about Horus Hurlbut and his uh, really generous contribution to the community. That's really pretty cool. I mean, I love that whole theme. And I do have to say that they really, um, the children are wonderful and they get so excited about the about the celebration. Yes, they're so excited. And on Friday, we have our one of our assemblies where we talk about being safe, kind, and responsible. And students come to school in their school colors, which are black, white, and or yellow. So we all look like honeybees together as a community. <laughs> what are some of the other um, highlights over the course of the year at Hurl? But for, let's say, you know, new families moving to Weston, I'm going to be sending... Um, you know, their children to Hurlbut. What are some of the, the things that happen, you know, over the course of the year at Hurlbut that are kind of special and unique for your school? Well, coming up soon in uh, the spring, we have our One School, One Book program. And we have a book. It's a mystery book. So there's a lot of excitement around trying to oh. guess what the book might be. We all, as a school community, everybody in the school, from the custodians, the teachers, our main office staff, we all read the same book together as a school community and do activities and trivia around the book. And, and when is that happening? That is coming soon in uh, April. And does everyone get a book or? Everybody in the school gets a book. Wow. And how is that supported? Our wonderful PTO. We're so fortunate. We have an amazing um, parent teacher organization and they do so much to support all of our initiatives here at school. So they help us with the funding for the books and uh, at the end of the year, we have our family fun night, which is a very big highlight of the year where our entire school community comes out for an early evening uh, set of activities related to our book, our one school, one book um, theme, whatever that may be. And it's a mystery right now. And uh, all of our students come together. And again, our PTO also helps support that night. And who picks the book? Is it your amazing library media specialist, Sharon Rodko? Sharon Rodko leads the committee that picks the book. Okay. And uh, they're all sworn to secrecy. So I think I remember last year, was it about a turtle? Yes, Wind Riders. That was a great one. And then our students uh, learned a lot about the sea turtles, which yes. was a big part of the story and, and how important it is to um, be kind to the sea turtles and to our environment. Yeah, that's the beautiful um, lesson in sustainability and all of that, you know, oh, and, and how to be. Yeah, I remember, I think every, didn't every class, they said, oh, we have a turtle. And I thought they had real turtles. It was like a little stuffed turtle, yes. right? Yeah, they, they learned it. all about the turtles. And our second graders really took, as the leaders of the building, led at family fun night, they sold um, reusable straws because they learned about how harmful the plastic straws can be when they end up in the ocean and they end up in the turtles. Either the turtles eat them, sometimes they get Ugh. stuck in their nostrils and they can't breathe. So the second graders decided that they wanted to do something about that. And they sold reusable straws at Family Fun Night and educated everybody in the community about how important it is to limit our um, single-use plastic in the world. That's wonderful. Right. Really. Future leaders. Yeah, really. That's that's a terrific story. Oh, I can't wait. Then I think there's a bulletin board too that they unveil, right? Yes, Mrs. Rodko's got a bulletin board with uh, <laughs> June Smith, one of our paraeducators who's very artistically talented. 
does a beautiful display for us every year. So there will be a big unveiling coming soon. That'll be fun. And um, what are some of the other things? Well, you have the Halloween parade. Oh, the Halloween parade. Yes. That's a highlight in the fall. I was here for that. And then shoot for the cure is something the staff does, correct? Shoot for the cure. We have a very um, involved staff in philanthropy. So uh, June Smith also, again, our one of our paraeducators helps organize with Lori Eagle, our shoot for the cure to raise money um, for breast cancer research. Yeah. It's, Very near and dear to our hearts. So Yeah, it's a wonderful That's spirit an annual, here. Annual event. So it, what advice would you give to someone that has a new uh, incoming kindergartner? You know, um, especially the first one, parents get anxious. Mm-hmm. I remember... Um, when my daughter first went to school, I think I was more anxious when my grandson uh, started kindergarten this year. But what are some of the things that you hope that the parents, like if you could say something to them, uh, a message, what would it be? Uh, It's a great question for this time of year. We just opened our kindergarten registration uh, over our winter break. So anyone with an incoming kindergartner, please register. Uh, We provide a lot of transitional activities to help families become comfortable with our school, our community. Um, I do encourage parents to get involved, get to know the PTO. They're very helpful. Um, You will meet parents who have had multiple children come through kindergarten, and they really can be a good guide for you. Uh, I remember when I went to the high school orientation years ago for my own children, and they said, connect with somebody who already has high schoolers, and it was the best advice. So uh, we encourage our families here, too, to get to know people in their community, get connected with the PTO, attend our transitional activities, um, but you'll be in very good hands. We have a wonderful kindergarten team here. The teachers are fantastic, and that parent communication um, with the teacher is critical. You know, any questions, the teachers have transitioned in many, many classes of kindergarten, so they are here and ready to answer any of your questions when your child starts. We're very fortunate. Yeah, we have, I mean, such an excellent staff Mm -hmm. at Pearlbutt. So many um, wonderful teachers and paras. So they will be in good hands. They're in good hands. Any closing comments? (coughs) Oh, excuse me. A little bit of a cough. Any final words that you'd like to say? Uh, just how, how fortunate we are in Weston. We have such a dedicated group of professionals that work in our schools from the superintendent into every classroom, every paraeducator, custodians, maintenance staff. Um, I feel so fortunate to be able to, to lead here and serve the community in such a, a warm, welcoming and supportive community. Everybody supports the schools in uh, the best way they can. And it, it really makes a difference for the children of our town. Well, and you make a difference to the children of our town every day. So, Laura Cadis, thank you for your dedication and commitment to Weston's youngest learners. I would like to thank Jack Baca, class of 2022, for the introduction, and Carl Schultz, class of 2023, for the music.